Welcome to the Big Yellow School Bus, and here's your host, Jack Cobb with Murray County Public Schools. Welcome to the Big Yellow School Bus, Murray County Public Schools talk radio show on 103.7 FM WKRM. Also on podcast on your favorite podcast listening software. We are here today and we're going to talk sports. Sports is always a popular show for the Big Yellow School Bus. We're going to start off, lead off the show with Columbia Central High School with Coach John Moore. Welcome, John. Glad to be here. And with John, we have Principal Kevin Eady. Welcome, Kevin. Good morning to everyone. Also with us today, we have the station manager and also a coach at Murray County Public Schools, Mr. Clayton Harris. Welcome, Clayton. Good morning, Jack. Good morning, everybody. Thanks, guys, for joining me. Um, Clayton, I, I know you're just eager to ask sports questions to these coaches, uh, this coach over here, Mr. Moore and Mr. Edie. So I'm going to let you go ahead and lead off with some questioning for our first edition of Columbia Central High School Sports. Well, that sounds great, Jack, and uh, thank you for having me again. It seems like that you and I do this at least two or three times a year between basketball, football, and baseball. So uh, this is always definitely one of my favorite episodes of the Big Yellow School Bus, uh, which you can uh, listen to every Saturday, Sunday, and Monday on these stations. So uh, really appreciate it. Uh, let's just jump right into it. The twenty-one or the 2021 season uh, is fastly approaching. It's here. I uh, just had the Jamboree Friday night. Uh, Coach, uh, you've had about a month's worth of preparation. Uh, tell us where you think your team's at right now. Well, we've uh, we've looked pretty good in the two scrimmages we've had. Of course, that doesn't count. Uh, but, I, I, you know, the kids have, have bought into what we've, the changes we've tried to make. And uh, I like the trajectory that, that we're headed on. Uh, you, you guys, 80-plus uh, players uh, out, uh, you know, out there practicing and participating only 13 seniors though or 12 uh fairly young group of kids it is um and that's uh that's exciting for the future yeah most definitely um Coach Edie, uh, obviously you just uh, got here this summer. Uh, I know it's probably been a whirlwind for you, uh, you know, uh, coming in and, and taking over Columbia Central High School and, um, you know, a large influx of freshmen is my understanding this year uh, out there. Uh, tell us how things are going uh, the first couple of weeks of school and uh, uh, what you're looking forward to this school year. Well, you know, we've gotten a pretty good start to the year. Uh, we spend a lot of time – uh, introducing ourselves as an administrative team to our students because three out of the four administrators are new, uh, including myself. So I've been trying to spend a lot of time in the hallways talking to kids, uh, talking to teachers, uh, letting them get to know me. I've had uh, class meetings already, uh, met with each grade level. That freshman class is large. It's about 500, uh, maybe a little over. And uh, so far, everything's been good. Uh learning uh each other and getting back in school because we have so many students that uh hadn't been in school in probably 18 19 months that's right um, especially with everything that happened last year during the pandemic um coach I, you know coach Edie, as i call you <laughs> as a, a former coach here at murray county and and other places uh you've had to make some hires here early on with some coaches being a former coach 
you have an insight that maybe not a whole lot of administrators would have if they don't have that coaching background in their their past. But what is it that you look for in all your coaches and all your athletes? What what are your expectations for athletics at Columbia Central High School? You know, it, it goes throughout the life, how you live your life, and look for organization, uh, plans, purpose. I'm a big purpose person. I believe all of us have a purpose uh, in why we do things. Um, and look, looking at, are you kid centered? Uh, are you, uh, looking out for not only the superstar, but your freshman who just walked in right there and you want the best for them? Uh, you know, that, that type of things. I look for those, uh, mentions. Now you, you get in coach speak, you have to, to weed through some things to, to forget the true meaning of it. But, um, you know, I guess that does give me a little bit of advantage because I can I understand a lot of that that terminology they want to bring in, and uh, so so far um, I'm it's a slow process with some um, and some others has been a little bit quicker, uh, but uh, you know I'm satisfied uh, on my judgment on some things um, and uh, I want to. Uh, give the best to Columbia Central, and I I expect you know kids to play hard. I expect them to be good sportsmen and or ladies. We're talking about the the, the ladies sports, and uh, I want coaches that want want to uh, not only build them as athletes but also as people. You know, um, former principal Cindy Johnson used to always say that uh, you know a good football team. And not trying to put pressure on your coach, but a good football team always got the school year started off on the right foot and kind of set the tone for the rest of the year. Is that kind of what you've experienced as well as an administrator? Uh, yes. Um, you have football, you know, that gets everybody excited. Everybody can't wait for that uh, weekend in, in uh, August when, and it used to be when you played, you had a high school game on Friday night and there was a college game on Saturday night and then there may be an NFL exhibition game on Sunday. They kind of spaced that out now, but, uh, you know, everybody's looking. And this year's really everybody's looking because they want something to do. That's right. And, um, you know, their scrimmage, and, you know, I wish I charged $2 at the game. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, Telehoma brought a crowd. Uh, uh, we had a crowd, and everybody's interested. So the, the buzz is about, and, uh, you know, you're hearing good things, and, uh, it's the beginning of the year, and of course, you know there's a lot of work to be done. Coach, uh, Coach Moore, t- tell us a little bit about yourself, and, and you know, obviously, as Coach Eddie was saying, there is a buzz around town about what's going on, and uh, particularly with Murray County football and Central High School football. Uh, what are your expectations for this team this year? Well, I've already told the kids you know my expectation is to to win the region championship and potentially make a long run in the playoffs yeah i mean that's 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 obviously what you want you know this year uh uh, the state championship game has been moved from cookville to chattanooga so i think that would probably be the ultimate goal is to uh be in chattanooga sometime in mid-december absolutely uh now tell us about your you know for for the people out there listening for the sports side of this show Tell us about your X's and O's. What, what can we expect to see offensively and defensively from the Columbia Lions this year? Um, offensively, we're 
we we're pretty multiple. Uh, we we have some wing tee concepts that we do because we have a bunch of good running backs. We also will sneak in the eye formation a little bit and run north and south, and um, and we'll we'll get in the gun and spread out because uh, we are we're pretty deep at receiver too. Yeah, and, and you know uh, that that's one thing. You know, I, I think of of Coach Eady. He was a three sport athlete at Moore County back in the day, and uh, you got some guys out there now who are three or two sport athletes that maybe hadn't played football before, and they're looking to contribute to the team this year as well. Uh, yes, and we've we've gotten a, a bunch of football, I mean basketball players out there playing, and uh, surprisingly. You know they have some toughness about them, which is not always the case. And uh, I, I'm excited about that 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 group. Now, uh, obviously, you know you guys are having to battle the heat this time of the year. Um, you know, but what what does a normal practice schedule look like for uh, a Columbia football player? If if you're a kid in the car and you're a middle school student and they're playing at either EA Cox or Whitthorn right now, and they're thinking about man, next year I'll be playing up at Columbia Central. What 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 does a schedule or a practice look like? Uh, typically, you know, we we'll, we'll go up and the snappers will snap, quarterbacks will warm up, and our kickers will kick and our. our Return guys will catch kickoffs and punts, and then we'll have uh, like individual offense for maybe fifteen minutes, and then and have a group offense where one group's working on running the ball, the other group's working on throwing. Then have a team session, and then um, then defensively we'll sort of re- repeat repeat that, work on tackling for a little bit, have a little individual defense, and then either work a pass scale on defense or. Or, or team defense, so that's kind of it. Well, before we get uh, to the schedule part of of this segment, um, what do you see as some of your bigger challenges this year uh, with this group that you've seen so far? Well, the the thing the thing that scares me the most is is being COVID free. That's that scares me the most, you know, um, more than anything. Now, uh, this Friday night, uh, you'll be kicking off the regular season against an old rival that is now back on the schedule with Marshall County. Coach, you're from, familiar with Marshall County because you spent a few years over there. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's going to be a big game. I expect a lot of people out at Lindsey Nelson Stadium. Uh, what do you know about Marshall County, Coach? And uh, what do you expect to see the Lions do as uh, they get ready for week one? Well, I'm glad we're playing this game. It's it's a game that that we should play uh, every year because we're we're so close to each other, and you know it's it's a good money game. So I'm ex- I'm glad that we're doing that. Uh, they have a senior quarterback that can really throw the ball, you know, and they have they have good good skill kids too. So, um, just uh, that's that's what I've heard about them. Man, that that is some great great information at Columbia Central High School. Thank you, Clayton, for asking those questions because you're a way bigger sports buff than me, obviously. Um, I did want to take a second, since we have Columbia Central High School in the room, I did want to take a second to uh, let Columbia Central High School, since they're in the room, to talk about a young man that went to the Junior Olympics. And we want to give a big shout-out and congratulations to him. It's Mr. Sonny Quinn. He went to and competed in three events and placed in two. 
He placed 15th in the nation in the 200-meter steeplechase and medaled, placing 4th in the 4x800-meter relay. Wow, Kevin, that's really cool. Yes, we're very proud of Sonny. Um, Up to now, I haven't met Sonny yet personally uh, because he's been uh, going, but I've known about it and I've kept up with him. And uh, uh, we're very proud. He's actually... uh, Representing that steeplechase is not easy. That is yeah. not an easy event. And someone to place in the top in this country in that, that's saying something. So uh, he's a great athlete. Uh, I hear he's a great young man. Yes. And uh, we're excited that he's part of Columbus Central High School. I know his mom is excited because she's been tagged on the Facebook post numerous <laughs> times. Tammy Bray Quinn, congratulations. Sonny, congratulations. Well, that's it for our edition with Sun- uh, Columbia Central High School. We'll be back after the break, and we'll have Spring Hill High School coaching and administration on the show. Uh, we'll catch you in just a few minutes after a word from our sponsors. Welcome back to the Big Yellow School Bus, Murray County Public Schools talk radio show on 103.7 FM WK. RM. We are here on our second portion of the Big Yellow School Bus. This is a special edition. We're breaking it up into three or four segments today. Um, we are here with Spring Hill High School. We have Dr. Christine Potts. Welcome. Good morning. Christine Potts. Dr. Potts is the principal at Spring Hill High School. And we are also here with Mr. Ben Martin, the coach of the football team at Spring Hill High School. Good morning. Thank you. Welcome. Um, so I guess I wanted to ask was, before I let Clayton get in here and chime in, um, what do you expect out of the team this year, Coach? Uh, well, you know, I mean, I expect to win every game. Uh, That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> there you go. All right, Clayton, you, you're just chime, waiting, ready to chime in there and ask some questions, sir. So go ahead and take it over here and give, give us some insight into some sports world. Clayton Harris is the station manager and also a coach at Murray County Public Schools. Well, thank you, Jack. I, I appreciate that. Uh, we'll start with Dr. Potts. Um, obviously, uh, school's underway. You're about two or three weeks in now uh, by the time this is on the radio. Um Tell us a little bit about, uh, number one, how things are going at the start of the school year, and uh, what are your expectations this year for um, Spring Hill Athletics in general, not just football, but in in every sport? Well, um, we have opened the school year, and it's been a great opening. Um, It's great to have the kids back in the building, along with all the teachers and everybody, um, because it was pretty quiet last year, past year and a half, with no kids in the building, or kids in and out. Um, So it's been great to have everybody back together again um pretty much with expectations of sports we're looking to have our sports back together everybody in the stands again cheering you know everybody on um football especially you know that's one of our bigger sports that brings in a lot of people everybody's excited especially with the new coaching staff coming in um of course we got coach martin he's been with us for a few years now and turning the program around so that's exciting and adding that new coaching staff which um you know coach hoth graduated from us so we got a lot of people coming back to see him that graduated with him so he'll be bringing a lot of people with him so i think that will be an asset to you know the school and everything all our other sports are gearing up we got golf going right now um a lot of our fall other sports you know cross country all that and uh we'll just be going from there basketball be fall you know, that'll be coming in, and so we're excited. And I think the kids are excited to be back in school, too. 
Yeah, it, you know, I think, and I think the community in general, uh, whether it's Spring Hill, Columbia, or Mount Pleasant, people are excited to get back out and go to a football game and just be able to do something. Uh, last year was different for everybody, you know, obviously with with everything going on, but uh, hopefully things will will be okay this year and, and things will continue to to go smoothly. Uh, Coach Martin, uh, as she mentioned, uh, you know, getting things started. Uh, you had the jamboree this past Friday night, uh, and now you're looking forward to the regular season. T- First off, tell us uh, about your numbers. How, how many kids do you have out this year? Uh, right now, we're sitting at about 84, uh, which is probably the, the the largest roster number. You know, in natural attrition, that'll that'll trim down. Um, but uh, you know, I, and I think when you look at it, this will be my fourth season, so uh, we're, we're starting to retain those players. You know, if, if if um, this this senior class, uh, I had them as freshmen. They came in. It was a sixteen freshman class. I've got twelve of them, so you know, pretty good retention. Uh, junior class, pretty similar. Um, we've got about eighteen juniors, and then with the sophomore class, uh, we've got twenty eight. Uh, which we started out with 32 of those, and then our, our freshman class this year is is about 36. So, pretty young team, but but you know, as if we can get to the point where we're keeping 25, you know, per class per year, I think that's kind of where we want to be. Now, who do you open up with this Friday night? Uh, Greenwood, Kentucky. Okay, so that's in Bowling Green, correct? In Bowling Green, yep, Bowling Green, Kentucky. Uh, now, Doctor Potts mentioned uh, you obviously have some new additions to your staff right. at Spring Hill. Right. Um, like yourself, mm-hmm. uh, former player at Spring Hill, uh, right. Coach Hoth, former player at Spring right. Hill, uh, right. class of 2003. Um, what has that transition been like, uh, adding them late in the summer? And, uh, you know, what, what, what are you looking forward to the most this year with adding those guys to the staff? Right. Well, I, I think, you know, not only in numbers, having more numbers in coaches, but, but quality coaches, and, and they've already contributed. Um, I, I think with, with having five of those guys coming off the same staff, they kind of have their own chemistry. I mean, the, you know, and there's some things to work through as far as, as meshing with us and, and, and learning the system and things like that. But, you know, also I don't want to overlook uh, Alan Moat. Uh, you know, he came to us from Summertown. He was their offensive coordinator last year. He's been a great addition as well. Uh, and I think, you know, it, it is nice, you know. Of course, of course, you know, Coach Brown, our offensive coordinator, graduated and played at Spring Hill, and then Jason and myself. Um, you know, I, yeah, I'm, I'm a little partial anyway, you know, because I'm an alumni. Uh, people ask me a lot of times how uh, how deep my roots run at Spring Hill. My grandmother graduated in 1936 from Spring Hill High School, so I'd say pretty deep. Plus, I had a guy that I kind of looked up to when I was in elementary school named Duke Harris that did a really good job on the football field too. I, I appreciate that. Yeah, and he he, he definitely uh, bleeds maroon for sure. Um, you know, Coach, uh, you, you move into a new region this year. Right. You got reclassified to 5A. Um, you're going to be playing teams like Franklin County, Lincoln County, uh, Page, Nolansville. And then obviously now you and Columbia yeah, are in the region. same region. Uh, what are your thoughts of the new region and your outlook on, on that? You know, um it's our first year. We've we played Lincoln County. Obviously, we played Columbia Central. Uh, we played Page in the past. Hadn't played them in the past two years. Um, you know, as far as 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 the region itself, uh, I think it's going to be pretty similar to what we had in 4A, uh, which was I felt like a very tough region. Um, 
Nolansville made the jump with us, so we're familiar with them, familiar with Lincoln County, Franklin County. You know, not so much. We hadn't hadn't played them before. Um, it's it's going to be tough, and that's that's another uh, advantage of, of bringing in uh, the guys from Central because you know they played in that region and and they got a little more insight than than the rest of us on some of those teams that we're not very familiar with. That's exciting to me because we have what we call the backyard bowl. Will that be happening again this year? Yes. Dr. Potts? Week eleven. Yes. Yep. Absolutely. Week eleven. Hey, there's <laughs> there's athletic director Chris Pointer in the studio. Hi, Chris. Yes, yeah, our version of the Iron Bowl now. So since it's the last game of the year, uh we'll be pretty excited. I'm excited to have it, you know, praying. You know, for for great weather and sponsorship, and I think it's going to be an exciting game. And how amazing will it be if it comes down to the region championship, <laughs> the last game of the season, and uh, you know, trying to take first place? That would be you couldn't write a better script than that. And I don't know, Doctor Potts is going to have to put people on the roof to see the game because if it comes down to that, it will be packed. It would definitely be a packed house for a game of that magnitude. Um, I can see that happening, can't you, Clarton? Yeah, it's it's, it's going to be it's going to be crazy packed, and <laughs> it's uh, it's going to be a very very fun game for for both sides, I'm sure. So, yeah, really looking forward to that. But obviously, a long season ahead of you, coach, before Absolutely. you get there, because uh, it's going to be a grind each and every week for, for everybody, uh, and. Um, uh, Coach, I want to get into your philosophy. I asked Coach Moore this uh, in the previous segment. What is your, uh, what do you like to do offensively and defensively? What, 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 what is kind of your identity uh, for for your team? Right, right now. So, so as far as X and O's and offense and defense, I think, um, it, it, and I had to learn this in, in my career. Is is I have things I like. But if we don't have the personnel to run things I like, it, it's not very smart. Um, I, I think, you know, right now we're looking to run the ball. Um, you know, we, 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 we do that from a kind of a spread formation. Um, and it, it really just dictates, you know, each year in, year out what we have. I think Coach Brown has developed a really good system. Um, and it's, it's, it's simple, but yet complex. And sometimes we can run some complex schemes, uh, but, but call it a simple thing and they can pick it up. Uh, defensively, um, we have to be a pressure defense. You know, we're not front. We got to move around a lot and things like that. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of a too high guy. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll want to run a too high shell pretty much, uh, a lot. Uh, we'll change that a little bit, but we'll, we'll, we'll vary. What, what do you think going into this year, your biggest challenges, uh, what, what are they going to be as you move forward into non-region and then region play? Uh, well, I think first and foremost, it's youth and inexperience. I think we, we, you know, we've got, we've got five guys coming back on offense and defense that, that had any varsity time at all last year. Having said that, I mean, you know, the young guys are making improvements, but you know, you don't know till you know, right? And so, uh, until they get out there in, in, in a varsity contest, uh, uh, we'll, we still got some questions. Which as a coach can be exciting because you get to see these guys grow throughout the year, getting better each and every week. Right. And that, that's the thing. I mean, we've, we've got a lot of sophomores that are going to see playing time, uh, a lot of playing time. And, you know, from that perspective, uh, those guys at first were still kind of in that freshman mentality. And, uh, and now you've seen them from week to week. All of a sudden it's, it's kind of like they've, they've grown up, you know, in front of your eyes and then they're starting to lead others. So that's, that's always a positive. Football is so exciting in Murray County and especially the Friday night lights at Spring Hill High School. Columbia Central, 
And we weren't able to get Mount Pleasant here today, but it's going to be a great year in sports, isn't it, Chris? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think uh, this year is unique. It's interesting in, in how, you know, the puzzles of things have moved around in Murray County. And um, and that's a fortunate thing for us as a district because that that has been very un- – I'm not going to say it's unique to now, but since I've been here – We've never really had an opportunity if a coach leaves one school to be able to find another destination within our county as some larger districts are. And so at least keeps our talent here in Murray County and then they can go somewhere else and add value. And uh, I think that's important. And And it just makes the stakes even higher, especially when you got folks that have moved from team to team and setting up new routes. And it's just going to make it for exciting football. And people are going to want to come out and see that and just see the differences. And uh, and I'm excited for it. And I'm excited, you know, you know, we're able to start at 100% capacity with fans and we're able to start full force with football. And so it's going to be an exciting year, which is something that's going to help, you know, kind of jumpstart, you know, even what we do in our on the academic side in our schools. All right, Chris. Well, we'll have you back after the break. Um, Coach Martin, we'd like to have you back after the break, and we're going to get Coach Moore in here. Christine, Dr. Potts, we're going to free you up to go back and manage the schools if you'd like. Gotcha. All right, that's it for the second edition of the Big Yellow School Bus. We'll be back after a word from our sponsors. Don't go away. Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb, with Murray County Public Schools. We'll be right back after these messages from our sponsors. Welcome back. You're listening to the Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb, with Murray County Public Schools. Welcome back to the Big Yellow School Bus, Murray County Public Schools talk radio show and podcast on 103.7 FM. We are talking sports today. We are back in the studio with uh, Coach John Moore with Columbia Central High School. Welcome back. Good to be here. We have Ben Martin, coach at Spring Hill High School. These are the football coaches. Welcome back, Ben. Thank you very much. We have Mr. Chris Pointer, Athletic Director, Murray County Public Schools for the District. Welcome, Chris. Good morning. Thank you. And Mr. Clayton Harris is back in the studio with us for this last segment. We're going to take a little bit more time in this last segment, and we're going to talk a little bit about some of the players, some history, maybe get into some inspirations and stuff like that. In fact, I want to think I'm going to lead right off with that one, and then I'll turn over to you, Clayton, and Chris to ask some questions because you guys love sports. I would be curious to know, not to know, and our audience to know, what was your inspiration becoming a coach? And I'll start out with you, uh, Mr. Moore, Coach Moore. Uh, it, it'd have to be my father. You know, my father coached for over 50 years at, in Middle Tennessee uh, for a long time, and, uh, you know, I, I grew up grew up with football uh from my first memories you know did you did you play yourself i did yeah me too but i wasn't really that great at it i I played uh, defensive nose guard and the first game of my high school career i was put in the hospital by some big center guy that thought he was much tougher than me and obviously was um so my my career in football was very limited because i never went back after that I did play in middle school, though. And and for you, uh, Mr. Ben Martin, Coach Martin. Yeah, uh, you know, prob- probably my high school coach, Buford Gladney, uh, as far as, like, inspirations to, to coach. Um, he kind of kind of taught me that that i could take all the uh the aggression and and anger that i had and, and use it for something positive 
that clearly must have been what that nose guard did or that guy <laughs> did to me in that first game. He took a lot of aggression out on me. Uh, you used to be a coach yourself, Mr. Pointer. I dibbled and dabbled in it, never as uh, as experienced level as these guys uh, to my right. But I, I work with you regularly, and you are passionate about sports. What's some of your inspiration in sports? I mean, obviously, I got to start with, uh, and I got a several. Uh, you know, I start with my father. He was the first person to really uh, introduce me to any sports, specifically baseball. He was a pitcher, um, played a little uh, kind of independent ball for the Eagles that used to play out at Fabio Park for years and they used to travel around Middle Tennessee, Southeast and uh, play. People used to come out and watch him play and he was a pitcher. So I, I can remember days just sitting on the porch waiting on him to pull up in that truck and he'd be dead tired but he would still find time just to throw and play catch with me. And So I try to still do that with my kids and you know early years I can you know coach Steve Johnson you know uh, you know he was always an inspiration very uh, impactful with his delivery and 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 how he creatively taught the game to little leaguers, and then moving up into high school, Coach Pickle, I can't, I, I never can leave him out, and and how he uh, really, I always called it strategic, uh, crazy, but in a good way, um, and how he always he maximized and pulled the best out of players, and you had an option either to meet that standard or or, or not, and uh, and so. Uh, you know that was always him, and it. But but interesting enough, one person has kind of inspired me to really do what I do. Um, and my grandfather's always been my backbone, uh, just who I am. Is Mr. Horace Porter? You know, we got a school that's named after him, and and if you go into various communities here in Columbia, they'll talk about Mr. Porter. Coach football for years, man. Coach coach track and field. And I always just ask my grandfather where he would get his quotes, his inspirations, and the stuff that he would tell me. And he'd always say, Mr. Porter. Yes. And uh, I never forget that uh, while Mr. Porter was still living, at the time, my junior year in high school, I was uh, really, I had, I had very few offers in baseball. And my desire was always to play Division One, And uh, very few offers. And Mr. Porter found out about that and always kept track of me. And even in his age, his late ages of 80-plus, he still had contacts across the southeast. Man, he literally picked up the phone and started calling people and saying, hey, you know, I know this young man's pedigree. I know his family. And you need to take a chance on, 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 you know, offered him a scholarship. You know, and he's, if you don't do it, somebody else will, and I'm challenging you to do so. Uh, I didn't go to any of the schools that, you know, he had uh, – you know, sought after and gained interest after me, but that right there told me what you know, uh, you know, giving back and doing for young people was all about. So that's kind of a long answer to long was, way to answer the question. That was a great answer, and 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 when I think of H. O. Porter, I think legend. Um, you know, I've I've heard so much since I started working for Murray County Public Schools about Mr. Porter, and it's just legendary the things that he used to do and and the things that he had done. Absolutely. So, Clayton, what was your inspiration? You're currently our coach in Kolioka, correct? Yes, sir. That that is correct. I, I'm coaching uh, middle school baseball at Kolioka, and I'm also um, helping at Whitthorn Middle School with some football. So, um, I actually started. Uh, at a young age, I was 21 years old back in the fall of 2006, and um, I was fortunate enough to to uh, 
be around a lot of very good coaches and learned a lot. I'd say my biggest inspirations uh, were probably my uncles and, and my dad. Um, he ended up playing at MTSU, and my uncles were two were both educators and coaches and i spent um a lot of summers at camps with them uh, particularly uh, one of my uncles who was at brentwood academy for about 30 years and um i got to see um coach carlton flat and others uh, how they operated and uh i think i got into coaching uh, i wanted to be a coach from the time i watched the 1993 sugar bowl which was between alabama and uh, miami I was a huge Gene Stallings fan, and uh, Bill Oliver was their defense coordinator. And um, for for a, for an eight year old kid, uh, you know, I, that's just you know back then there wasn't cell phones and, and things like that, and uh, it seemed like kids were more involved in watching football and and, and attending football games and playing, and, and you know, so I, I've always. Uh, it's always been something I've enjoyed doing and knowing that uh, the relationships that you build with, with your players and uh, teammates and the impact that you can have on uh, a kid's life is, it's just, it, it makes, makes worth coaching, you know, everything that it's supposed to be. Those are some good inspirations, you know, and I think about just having high school sports and football games going on in our schools. It's actually a good sp- school spirit booster, um, you know, you're having a good season in football. The school spirit seems to go up. Is that correct? Very much so. Yeah, I've seen it myself. Um, I come from a very large high school um, up north of here, and we had a very phenomenal football team that was pretty much the uh, state winner many, many years in a row because they just had so many great uh, students that lived in the district. You know, just big guys that were really sports-oriented, very, very high in sports. Um, Clayton, I'm going to let you go ahead, and I said we want to talk a little bit about the players. I'm going to let you go ahead and ask our coaches, and, and Mr. Pointer, you can also, a little bit of information about some of the players on the teams. All right, well, this is going to sound kind of like a uh, Monday quarterback club question for both of you guys, but um, obviously both teams are replacing quarterbacks. Uh, tell us what that process has been like as uh, both of you guys, Brady McCandless and uh, Boylan, uh, was uh, the quarterback for Spring Hill last year. What, what has that process been like, uh, and how's, how are those quarterback competitions progressing as we get closer to kickoff this uh, Friday night? Well, we had, we've had three guys that we've been having to work with, and uh, that, that's, that's, a, that's a lot of reps for for a high school high school team that you you have to divide uh, and that's it's been quite a challenge for us to do that where would you say you're at now uh, as far as that competition goes you think it's probably getting close to being solved or is that something that's going to play itself out maybe into the season could you see yourself playing two quarterbacks uh no it it's been solved and uh I, i'm not i don't I don't like to do that because I know I know in practice you give you give one guy three or four reps and then you throw the other, another kid in and get three or four reps and then you throw the third guy in and he, and he gets his reps. It's hard for a person to to get into a rhythm when you do that. What about you, coach? Uh, well, yeah, kind of the same thing. I mean, we had four. 
So, <laughs> you know, and the old saying is if you have four quarterbacks, you don't have one. Um, and, and, and it was. It was difficult trying to, you know, manage that many reps. And each week we had an injury here or an injury there, and we didn't really kind of get to see what we wanted to see. But I think I think at this point it, it, it's kind of shaking itself out a little bit. Um, one of our one of our kids is, is kind of dealing with some injury stuff right now. Um, but, but I think we've had one emerge that's probably going to be the number one. Uh, obviously, um, you know, you said earlier in the last segment that, um, you know, one of the biggest things that you've had to work with was adjusting to what, you know, there's certain things you would like to do, right? but maybe not necessarily do it because of how your personnel is set. Uh, how much change have you seen from last year to this year with, with you know, your offense or defense or yeah. what you're trying to do offensively or, or defensively? Yeah, you know, and I think um, – uh, as far as last year to this year, I don't think there's a lot, um, just because the, the bigger change came like two or three years ago. You know, having to adjust and doing some different things, and so we're able to. You know, our, our our personnel hasn't drastically changed uh, that much, so we, we can kind of keep the same uh, the same things going. I think the biggest thing that hurt us last year was you know we had a new offensive coordinator, we installed a new offense, and we had no scrimmages. I mean, our our, our first our first uh, action, uh, you know, no seven on seven no scrimmages no anything our first action was week one so it, it was it was very tough trying to install a new offense over zoom uh so <laughs> you know uh and, and i credit that you know matt brown did a fantastic job with that but i think this year we're, we're a little more comfortable with the system coach Moore, um you took over as head coach exactly one month ago uh, you've, you've obviously coming in and, and things have changed offensively, um, and defensively. What has that learning curve been like for the guys and how do you feel about the way they've adjusted? Well, we've, uh, initially, uh, we knew we were going to, to make a, a lot of changes on offense and we were hoping to not make so many changes on defense, you know, for the benefit of the kids. Uh, and we did that uh for the first couple of weeks but you know we've we've slowly but surely you know implemented the, the changes that that we want to make and uh you know it's an ongoing process cuz a lot of times uh if a kid is not sure what to do he sort of reverts back to what he's done in the past and you know we've made some changes but we're we're trying to work our way through that coach Martin, you mentioned last year no scrimmages right. at all because of covid this year, you guys, both of you guys have been able to have a couple of scrimmages under your belt as you get ready to go into the season opener Friday night. Um, how would you evaluate those scrimmages and, 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 and your thoughts on uh, how your team's progressing as we get to week one? Right. I think we opened up and, and you know, we knew – we knew uh, where we were going to struggle a little bit, and 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 you know in those controlled scrimmages, you you're not necessarily trying to win the scrimmage. You're trying to see what you can do and what you can't do. Um, I was pretty pleased with the first one, the second one. We kind of had a letdown, you know. I'll just be honest with you, and but it, it exposed some things that we needed to work on. So it was a positive because we took something out of it, and I think. You know the third one. Uh, I think we executed better. Uh, was it perfect? No, but uh, but I do think I saw progress. So that's that's the most important thing. Yeah, I want to reiterate what Ben said. Is I know that first scrimmage, and I talked to the kids about it, it not being about results. You're just trying to go out there and execute what you've been working on. If you do that, the results will take care of themselves. Uh, but I, I was I was pleased with with how we've looked and 
in in our in our first two scrimmages. We need to, we need to get our pad level lower. That's that's for sure. Well, obviously, you know the 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 game between Columbia and Spring Hill has um, historically been uh, a lot of times a season opener. Now, as a uh, uh, athletic director Chris Pointer had mentioned earlier, it's now kind of got that Iron Bowl feel to it because it's the last game of the season. Um, what, what are y'all's thoughts now being in the same region together for the first time ever? Right. Well, uh, week week ten's a long way away. <laughs> That's right. I'm, yes, it is. I'm, uh, <laughs> to be honest with you, I'm focused on Marshall County right now. No, no disrespect to Ben and right. what they're doing up there. Uh, same here. Uh, you know, I mean, it It's. It, it was kind of difficult. So, so like, uh, I, this will be my fourth season at Spring Hill. You know, the, the first year it was week five, which, uh, you know, I thought was, was terrible because, you know, weeks one through four, most of my kids are, are looking at week five, week five, week five, you know. Uh, and then week one, I'm like, hey, let's just get it over with. <laughs> because, you know, it wasn't a region game, right? I mean, I, it, listen, it's – one of the most important games from our kids and, and our community, I, I get that, uh, but we wanted to get it out of the way. So I think it's really, really exciting, and, and I don't think, um, you know, I mean, we're worried about Greenwood, Kentucky, just like Coach said here, but um, I think the potential of uh, being a, a Week 11 matchup and, and having some uh, implications uh, with the playoffs is just <laughs> fantastic for Murray County. You know, I really do. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And hopefully, we can get that game done in one day. Because unlike <laughs> two, was it two or three years ago? It took uh, took a whole weekend to finish. A whole weekend. Uh, two years ago, day. I was yeah. begging for that thing to be over. I'm like, look, let's wait out this lightning strike. We were, we were up, man. <laughs> you were up. You were winning, and then couldn't play Saturday. Had to come back on a I Sunday. Had to come back on a Sunday at yeah. like one o'clock to finish the game. Yeah, yeah. That 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 was that was a wild weekend for sure. Um, what what. If a kid comes through your program ninth through through twelfth grade, what, what what is it you want to accomplish with that kid or a group of kids? Uh, what what is the hallmark of your program? What 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 is it that you want those kids to take away from being involved with your program for four years? Either one of you. Uh, well, so basically, our, our our mantra is building men for others, um, and and so that that all falls into servant leadership and, and things like that and so if if our program is, is kind of loosely based off of a a book called season of life that changed my life about 14 15 years ago um and and it talks about society's definition of a man and society's definition of a man is not necessarily true well matter of fact it's not true and so um we want to build men for others to be to be servants be you know have uh, men of character and integrity and uh, and be productive members of society when they leave and and, and set them up for success not only on, on the football field but but in life and uh, and hopefully that's that's you know what we're we're trying to accomplish uh, I want to echo those sentiments too. I mean, we're, we're trying to develop young men, and uh, you know, football. There's a lot of life lessons that you can learn in football. You know, and, and in football, you know, you're going to get knocked down. You're gonna you're gonna face adversity, and I think that's the biggest takeaway is that in football, it's one of the few sports left that you have to depend on each other. That guy to your right, that guy to your left, you have to you have to have trust and depend on, on each other, and and there there's a bond and a, and a brotherhood that 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 gets developed, 
uh, by playing football, and that's that's one of the bigger things that we're trying to do. Each of you guys um, have two feeder schools each, um, Battle Creek and Spring Hill Middle for you and E.A. Cox and Whitthorn for Columbia. Uh, how important is it to, to build relationships with those schools that way by the time you get them in the ninth grade, those guys are coming in ready to go. Do, do you do you try to you know do you try to work with the middle school coaches to maybe implement things that you guys are doing, or do you just you know, or, or how, how does that work? Well, uh, yeah, I hit the ground running a month ago. <laughs> so That's my, true. My That's situation true. is 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 a, is, a, is a little different. You know, I've had a relationship with James Dickinson. Uh, at Whitthorn and 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 showing him some of the things things uh, that we're doing, um, uh, and I'd like to do that with Cox, you know, later on in the season if possible. But but yeah, you 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 trying to work with with who who we're feeding you? Yes. Uh, for us, uh, you know, it, I have a really good relationship with uh, um, Jason Nadasky and and uh, Coach Bain over at Spring Hill Middle. Um, you know, we we uh, we talk a lot. We try to help them out anytime we can. We we we've had a couple of coaching clinics where we invite them over and we just talk and we talk with their assistant coaches. Um, obviously, you know, scheme wise, there may be some things that that you know they they feel like they're not ready to do. But but we talk about terminology and and things like that just to make that that transition a lot easier. Um, I, you know, I've got and this may be the anomaly, but, you know, I've got several friends that coach high school football down in Texas, and, of course, they start in the second grade using the same terminology, and they're running the same scheme. And, you know, so by the time they, they hit ninth grade, this is old hat, uh, which, you know, the proof's in the pudding, I guess, there as far as, you know, if you're just talking about winning football games, that's that's important. But um, also the, the aspect of, of character and integrity and in, in what we do and how we handle our business. Them are uh, them are great. Um, the feeder schools are so important, I believe, to both of you all. You know, getting these kids. I was at the recent Withorn Middle School and Columbia Academy game. Excellent crowd. I believe it was just a scrimmage, wasn't it, Chris? That was a real game. It was a real game. It was it was a, kind of a blowout. Um, Withorn struggled to to get any points on the board, but. There was an atmosphere there, and there was some talent on that field that just blew me away. Um, and you, what's the number one, the guy with the number one jersey on Withorn? That is actually Isaiah Humes, oh, yeah. whose father uh, was a standout at Spring Hill, Sidney Williams, right. who I will say was one of the ones who almost single-handedly beat Columbia back in 2003 on a wheel route that Coach Miser called over and over <laughs> and over again. He impressed me on that field, and, and just the whole atmosphere being my first game of the season. It was the middle school game, and um, it was it was exciting. Coach, I would like, coaches, I'd like to know if you would be up for, and, and you can chime in, Chris, We've done it at the at the middle school level against Columbia Academy. Is there any chance we could do it against the high school level? That's that's up to the coaches. I do know Spring Hill mm-hmm. played CA several years back. Uh, Central has not. Mount Pleasant has played them, to my knowledge. I'm pretty sure they have. And uh, so, really, is it's up to Central High School to kind of close the 
the high school trifecta as to whether or not they, they gotcha. And obviously that's a logistical thing. That's a sounds like fun thing. And I'm sure they'll figure out a way to make that work. It sounds like fun. It was fun watching the, the, the middle school teams on the, on the field for the first game of my, my uh, season this year. Well, we're about to out of time on the big L school bus this week. And traditionally we have what we call our, our shout outs. And I would like to go ahead. We got about four minutes left. So if we can go around the room and give a shout-out. I'll start with you, Coach Moore. Uh, I'd like to give a shout-out to uh, Kristen and Drew Parker. They've taken me in, uh, and uh, it's been it's been a, a big help. Awesome. They're, they're great people. Um, Coach Martin. Yeah, mine's easy. Uh, it's my middle daughter, Michaela Lane Martin's birthday, so I'd like to give her a shout-out and say happy birthday to her. Happy birthday, young lady. Of course, this will air probably right after her birthday, right, but right. we're wishing a happy birthday. And Mr. Pointer. Uh, you know, given that it's about to be football season starting and, and all the fall sports, I just want to give a shout-out to all the coaches. Uh, people don't realize the level of sacrifice that it takes um, from coaches, especially if you want to be great, right? There's very little sacrifice involved if you just show up and check off a box. But coaches that want to show up, do more than show up, that really want to be great, that ultimately are pouring in into invested in the kids' lives, that hopefully translate into football, but more importantly, translate into wins, I'm sorry, but more importantly, translate into better men and young women 10 years down the road so that they're productive and caring citizens. And so hats off to all the coaches, uh, you know, into the season and getting ready to launch their season. Great shout-out. And Clayton? Uh, mine has to be my wife. Um, our our newborn uh, is one month old today, and um, I was actually in Maryville coaching in a state ter- baseball state tournament when she went into labor, and I came home, and she had the baby, and – uh, she sent me back up the very next day, and then uh, we, we we get back, and uh, it's football time. So um, she's been very patient, and I can really appreciate that. That's an awesome shout-out. I always would love to shout-out to my family, my my daughters, my wife, and tell them how much I love them and their, for their, all their support. And Coach Lyle, who's running our boards today on the, in the sound room in the studio, would like to give his shout-out today. Uh, just as, as a former uh, head coach and assistant coach, I want to shout out to the training staff at all the schools. Uh, this particular time of year is really, really tough with the heat protocols that they got to follow. They've also got to establish uh, their, their concussion protocols and get those set up for their teams. And there's always the, the bumps and the scrapes and the twists and, 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 and stuff like that. I know uh, the, the, the trainers we had while I was coaching did a fantastic job. And, and and it's a huge, huge and a very, very important job. I know the coaches depend on, on them tremendously for their information and their decision making as far as whether this kid is capable of playing, whether you know he's is he hurt or is he injured. There there's that's a couple of big big questions and that's the trainer. The trainer's invaluable in doing that. Thanks, Coach Lyle. Well just what you said earlier, Coach Martin we're setting uh, them up for success for life. That's what the coaches do all around Mary County Public Schools. Well, that's it for this edition of the Big L School Bus. Thanks for joining us, and we'll be back with you next week.
Thank you for tuning in to the Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb, with Murray County Public Schools. Hop on the Big Yellow School Bus every Saturday morning at 9 a.m., Sundays at 7 p.m., and Mondays at 4 p.m. to hear more about what's going on at Murray County Public Schools right here on WKRM, 103.7 FM and 1340 AM.